Welcome to Keep Hey everybody, I'm Lauren Jones. I'm Simona Roy. We are back on YouTube. We are. After taking a, a hiatus, we were like, we need to give the people what they need and want and ask for, which is to see and us. See us and visuals <laughs> behind our heads. Yeah, because um, Lauren's virtual backgrounds um, have gone down in um, internet viral history. <laughs> Everybody's like, where were, where are they? <laughs> and I'm taking original pictures if I can do it. I mean, so and if you're watching photo. this on YouTube, I personally thought that this was, you know, a Pinterest professional photo <laughs> pinned for Halloween candy. And I, I was shocked when I heard that she took the camera. I did it myself, y'all. This is like all independent women all being creative up in here. Well, I mean, and this is, I mean, all of that was truthful. But I will say that Lauren is an amazing creative art director. And if I ever take a photo shoot for myself, I've already told her that she has to like art direct me. So. I know. And that was very sweet. I do feel like in a lot of ways I've missed my calling and maybe I will. That'll be another career of mine in the near future. I think it should. I don't think I there's enjoy anything it. about missed callings here. I think it's just about more exploration. I love that. I love that. Um, so I just wanted to say that um, we're happy to be back on YouTube. We have a holiday filled schedule for the rest of the year. Um, Simona and I took a little bit of a hiatus while we were throwing out our audibles and we have decided <laughs> we're not going to do audibles anymore. Um, unless somebody throws one at us and it's a special occasion. Like Marvin did that sweet corn. Yeah. Like we've gone. had a few. Yeah. We've had a few. We've had Marvin. We've had, um, Your uh, Harris. Yeah. We had, yeah, we've had people like throw some stuff and we're happy to do that. Yeah. Um, but we're going to stick to what we know, which is snacks. So we're throwing, Audible's out the door right now. We're throwing um, the uh, um, the whole segment on snacking gone wrong as much as we had fun with that. If we find a snacking gone wrong, we'll always throw it out there or if you have one for us. Um, and we just want to be truthful to what our passion are here. Passion is for this. Simone and I have a lot of passions, but is the snacks, is working together, is enjoying our chemistry and eating snacks. And, you know... Uh, putting out the content that is true to keep snacking. So we're going back to our roots. We are. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, this was our, our sophomore season. So sometimes in sophomore seasons, you're really like ironing out the kinks, right? So yeah, going back to our roots and uh, back to the original thesis of snacks. Which is exactly you know, so we're what stoked we can about it. Talk about yeah. So we're not going to talk a lot about ourselves personally either. Um, in that, not just not to take the time up on the pod, but um, we we're, are going to be more active on social again. So you might see more about us personally there. And one thing I want to call out, and I am going to be posting this week on social, is Simona does have a second podcast right now called Magenta Giraffes. And could you just plug it real fast, Simona? Oh, sure, sure. So Magenta Giraffes is my um, project about my grief and finding spirituality. Which and we started talking about a little bit here. On this and pod, then, yeah. Yeah. So it's just... Uh, I do. It comes out weekly and, you know, it's 
it's a weird thing because you think like grief, you know, oh gosh, what a downer of a podcast. But a lot of it is, you know, humorous or whatever. And it's just my experience. The goal is just to share it so that, you know, grief seems such like a personal journey, but I wanted to share it so that maybe people going through grief won't feel so alone. So that's and I think that. that's awesome and brave and it's really funny. It's short and sweet. It's good for a short commute or a shower or something. Um, so I highly, highly wreck it. And um, it's a little more serious than it is here, but she does make it funny because like, how could she not? She's hilarious. <laughs> so let's get to snacks right away. Ooh. It's spooky, ooky, Halloween. Yeah. How could we not talk about Halloween things? And I think last year we kind of just did more of a fall us. Uh, Thing. So they went heavy into pumpkin and heavy into fall stuff. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we're talking about Halloween candy today. And I think we just chose whatever our favorites were. Um, and I'm going to do some facts this time around. So what? Simona is the fact queen. <laughs> We've changing it up on all accounts. I know. <laughs> you know, it's all about partnership. Right. So yes. switching off, you know, one week Lauren's going to do it, one week I'm going to do it. This week I'm doing it. And since we had such a broad topic of Halloween candy, um, Lauren uh, suggested and I agreed that maybe we just do uh, the history of trick or treating and how it came to be. Yeah, too many brands to talk about. And we yeah. wanted to surprise each other with our brands a little bit, too, I think. So, yes, I just feel like I've got real lame candy <laughs> make I feel I kind of feel that way too but I like that about you know there's some I think is there's a nostalgia to that so that's why I think you know and what I will say about my choices uh first of all with Halloween the the thing I'm not a big Halloween party goer or whatever what I really loved back in the days when I could trick-or-treat that's what I loved about Halloween so the candy that I chose was is the candy that I would be most happy about receiving receiving while okay, so I did that Plus a like little bit of an additional and I have a different take on Halloween just because my birthday is right. the 27th. So it's incredibly close. So I have had Halloween parties before because you de facto kind of have to. And it's a very significant birthday this year. Just want to say. Yeah, guys, I'm turning 40. Um, it's like I don't want to talk about it. I'm talking about it all over my Instagram. <laughs> yeah, it's like no. it's countdown to 40 on her Instagram. I am counting down. I'm by, I'm finding all just like different no in no particular order, random pictures and things in my life that are just kind of rando. Um and reminiscing as if it's the end. I think it's the end of some <laughs> things, um, but it's the beginning of a lot of really great new things in my life. And um, so I, yeah, but it's, this is a very nostalgic birthday. But yeah, so can't, so, so there is, there's always been an extra abundance of like candy in the house. We know Diane has candy in the house anyway, but um, around my birthday, I feel like we always had extra candy available yeah. before trick or treating. Sure. Like, to make you know, there was the trick or treating candy bags though that were like, can we rip this open? But like, <laughs> I but love I love how your mom like really went the extra mile. Like I love she, that. She, she always does. does. She always does. She always does. <clears throat> All right. So let me get into the history of this. And I think I got a good source because I went to history.com. <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> um, and the article is called How Trick or Treating Became a Halloween Tradition. And I'm not going to do every single thing that they said because there was one part that was boring. And I was like, whatever. I don't want to talk about this. We're not talking about some news fest here. <clears throat> Come on. Um. So... Uh, let's see. So it's obviously Halloween has been a tradition in the United States and other countries, actually for more than a century. But its origins can be traced back 
and to ancient Celtic festivals, early Roman Catholic holidays, and uh, medieval practices. And even British politics, but that's the part that's boring that I'm not going to get into. Okay. Um, I will just mention... And British politics. Yeah. There's a, there was something like that they were like, oh, this is like related to like Guy Fawkes Day. That's the British politics Ellipses. And, and like, we move on. All right. Burning effigies. Who cares? So um, Halloween has its roots in the ancient pre-Christian Celtic festival. And so I, I, you know, I love knowing the correct pronunciation of things. So it's written as spelled as like Sam Hain, S-A-M-H-A-I-N. But when I Google the pronunciation, it's actually called Sawin, which is, you know, Gaelic. Is which so is weird. very Irish. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. So Sawin, okay, which is celebrated on the night of October 31st. The Celts who lived 2000 years ago uh, believe that the dead returned to the earth on Sawin. On the sacred night, people gathered to light bonfires, offer sacrifices, and pay homage to the dead. Great. So we can see the roots coming up yeah. there. During some Celtic celebrations of Samhain, villagers disguised themselves in costumes made of animal skins to drive away Ooh. phantom visitors, and banquet tables were prepared and food was left out to placate unwelcome spirits. So this is, you know... we're Which is this- similar to Day of the Dead, too, right? Don't they dress up to keep... Yeah, like bad and spirits away. I think and that like they honor make offerings, you know, to their relatives, right? And it's right, not which so is again like a giving of a thing. Yeah. yeah. So in later centuries, people began dressing as ghosts and demons and other malevolent <laughs> creatures, performing antics in exchange for food and drink. This custom, known as mumming, that's kind of a cool name, uh, dates back to the Middle Ages and is thought to be an antecedent of trick or treating. Um, and now Christianity by the ninth century comes in and it's blended in with all this like pagan stuff. And so the church designated November 2nd as All Souls Day, a time mm-hmm. for honoring the dead. And celebrations in England resemble the Celtic commemorations of Samhain, complete with bonfires and masquerades. And this is this is kind of sad and but like at this time, poor people would visit the houses of wealthier families and receive pastries called soul cakes in exchange for a promise to pray for the souls of the homeowner's dead relatives. And oh, wow. then like then it turned into and that was called souling when they're praying for these souls. And, and that was on All Souls Day in November 2nd? Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. OK. And so this is kind of how they would get extra food or whatever. And then what's kind of even more of a bummer, the practor was later taken up by these the children of the poor who would go from door to door oh asking my God. for gifts. How depressing. <laughs> yeah, asking for gifts such as food, money, and nails, like, you know, alms for the poor over here. Uh-huh. Um, and then in Scotland and Ireland, young people took part in a tradition called guising. So there's like mumming, souling, now guising. Dressing up in costume and accepting offerings from various households. And rather than pledging to pray for the dead, they would sing a song, recite a poem, tell a joke, or perform another sort of trick before collecting their treat, which typically consisted of fruit, nuts, or coins. And so that's what happened in, like, the Which is, like, caroling, too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, singing a song. But you don't get anything, right? When you I think back in the day, you were, like, you did. I think you got, like, a treat. Yeah. Or money. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So let's talk about America. So all these like, you know, immigrants came over who had these same traditions in the UK and Scotland and Ireland. So they kind of tried to do the same thing in America. Uh, by the 1920s, uh, 
However, pranks had become the Halloween activity for choice for rowdy young people. Got it. Because America ruins everything. Uh, the Great Depression also exacerbated this, like, you know, vandalism, you know, because people are just dealing with all this money stuff and they're upset. And but then a, there's a community based trick or treating tradition in the 1930s. I think that they wanted to nip it in the bud. Uh, mm-hmm. But then the trend stopped because World War Two came into the picture. And then always oh, just stopped everything. I know. <laughs> World War II. All the things. Uh, But then they couldn't get these treats because sugar rationing meant that there were no treats. Uh, Uh, So, But then, at the height of the post-war baby boom, trick-or-treating reclaimed its place among other Halloween customs. It quickly became standard practice for millions of children in America's cities and newly built suburbs. No longer constrained by sugar rationing, thank God, candy companies capitalized on the lucrative ritual, launching national advertising campaigns specifically aimed at Halloween. And the cool thing is that when it got to the mainstream, and this was in the 50s, um, it wasn't exactly called trick or treat, but the custom had firmly been established in 1951 when trick or treating was depicted in the Peanuts comic strip. And in 1952, Disney produced a cartoon called Trick or Treat featuring Donald Duck and his nephews, Huey, Dewey, and Louie. So that's how you know what it that's really funny, like because well, we know my mom, as we've talked about this in the past, is pretty obsessed with Charlie Brown and Peanuts. So that actual cartoon is on in our household oh, or her household say. every year. I didn't know it had such an influence, though. That's so interesting. Yeah, that's when it like, I mean, I'm sure it was floating around. But once these two, you know, children focused things in the 50s happened, it was like, this is it. Yeah. Wow. So it's funny. Um, Growing up, I don't know if they had this. I'm assuming they had this in New Jersey, even when you were. So, so I didn't trick or treat in New Jersey because I was fourteen when I came. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you were fourteen when you came where? To New Jersey. Oh, yes. But when you were living up north, though, too, you were in New York. Yeah. So I was just okay. saying I don't know if it. I'm was saying a you tradition. were in the Northeast, though. Yeah. I'm a little. I'm a little older than Simona, but Gate Night. Do you remember that saying? Gate Night. <laughs> okay, so no. Gate Night happened the night before Halloween. My parents part, well, I don't know that they partook in it, but it was like of their generation and it bled over a bit into like when I was young and we moved um, a little more north of Rockland and gate night was like you put your pumpkins in the house because people were like stomping on your pumpkins, oh, I think toilet paping your house. It's called something different in the Northeast. Well, no, that's what it was called when I lived in New York. Really? But I, was had, gate no, night. I knew it as something else. Uh, but so we, my parents used to call it gate night, which is like what they experienced when they were high school age. Um, I don't know if it was like if the name changes, but oh, that's I think ha- it for us, it was devil's night. Okay. They refer to it as gate night. I don't even know what, like, unless that was devil's gate. I don't know what that. I'm meant, sorry. But- <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going all over the place. It's not devil's night. This is what I do know it as mischief night. Where okay. people, the kids would vandalize. Yeah, and it was like the night before Halloween, yes, and yeah. it was, and, and they it would TP your house. It and was all pretty that stuff. like bad. Yeah, like people would smash. Like eggs. I remember seeing smash pumpkins and eggs like everywhere when I was very little, and then it kind of just like eased up. I think like my generation coming up, I don't think participated in that, but it was like something from the seventies that like 
60s to 70s that bled over until the early 80s. And then I think it kind of subsided. Um, so that's similar to some of the mischief that we were talking, you were talking about in the UK. Yeah. I felt like that's what that reminded me of. Yeah, definitely the trick part of trick yeah. or treat. I think yeah. people, you know, people like to bastardize things as yeah. per usual. So my favorite part besides the candy was when I was very little in the 80s, they also used to have these, they were ugly costumes, just like <laughs> the plastic costumes with the plastic face in a box and it uh-huh. looked like a cake box. Oh. <laughs> the presentation of it was very tempting because it mm. looked like a cake box with the mask on top of the costume. Like now everything's just like in a plastic with like yeah, a the clear. Yeah. And I just remember there was something about opening that box. And I think it was, again, me with like crazy presentation. I think I was super into the presentation of it. Um, and, uh, but it reminded me of food, I think. So, <laughs> so, hand so in hand. Yeah, I don't know, exactly. but like, I think I don't, I don't remember seeing these cake boxes with these plastic. Again, I think it was like towards the end of. Well, I mean, and I only trick or treated starting middle school or whatever right like because it's like my parents didn't know about trick-or-treating so it's not like these days where you see one-year-olds in costumes right yeah we were definitely i mean we could walk because my my mom's like you better be able to walk to get your candy yeah you know so i believe like i we definitely dressed up for a halloween i mean the youngest costume i had is a and i can post this on our instagram too is me as boy george in preschool my god amazing i was obsessed with boy george and then my hairdresser would go to his concerts and bring me back pins. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You had a, ha- a specific hairdresser at the Yeah, age? it was my mom's hairdresser. <laughs> and so I would go to the hairdresser, her hairdresser, and they would bring me back pins mm-hmm. of Boy George, like from the concerts and stuff. Yeah. And I became more obsessed. And so my mom did a homemade costume of me as Boy George, and she nailed it. Um, I mean, of course she did. That was for like a Halloween parade at school, though. So like, uh. I think we did Halloween parades. And then I would say maybe kindergarten, definitely like first grade. I think I was able to go out trick-or-treating. Um, Deidre was tiny. I'm sure she was held a little bit. But I would say like first grade, I think, is when it kicked off for us. And we would always go with like other neighbors. Yeah. And it was like, you know, a little fanfare. I, um, I you know, since I went to that hippy-dippy school, yeah. Like I think if I went to public school even in upstate New York, I there probably would have been like a Halloween yeah, there know, thing or like wear yeah. your costume to school or whatever. But because I went to hippy dippy school, I'm sure they thought that something was like, oh, like we don't want to have costumes because what about people who can't afford co- some bullshit like that, right? Yeah, yeah. Which I I don't know. I'm guessing that that's what they thought, but they never really celebrated Halloween. It was a big Thanksgiving was more of a thing and we call we had a thing at school called feast where the whole group of kids of the whole school created um, a feast and it was like a dinner that everybody came, like everybody's parents came and you came and you ate, whatever. It was actually the best That's time nice. of year. It yeah, was the that's best. Sounds- I loved it. And like the younger kids made the pumpkin pies, the older kids made the turkey, you know, and we also that's pressed cool. our own cider because it was hippy dippy. Yeah. So that was really cool. But anyways, Halloween wasn't a thing so much at school, but obviously I would go um, with my friends and always the pillowcase, you know, that's what we took. <laughs> Mm -hmm. trick-or-treating as the bag and we would also decide whose neighborhood was the best place so i would always go to Endwell, which was a town like near binghamton because that's where my friend nancy um lived so i would go to her neighborhood and we would you know walk around i don't i think maybe there was an adult with us i don't remember 
There must have been. But actually, I, I don't definitely, know. I think as, I, it wasn't until I moved to Georgia that I think we didn't have adults with that. Maybe there was one year toward the end, like we got to a, we could go to a certain part of the neighborhood. We didn't really go out of our neighborhood when I lived in New York, <laughs> but in Georgia, because we lived by like McMansions and stuff, we definitely would start to go to other neighborhoods where they would give out like full size candy bars uh, and like all duh, of that kind of lish. stuff. Yeah. Mm. So, um, yeah, and I and I was trying to think of the age I stopped trick or treating, um, but I I would say I I think it had to have been like after eighth grade, like maybe yeah, I went same. freshman year to like a party, yeah. But I don't think that I actually trick or treated. So no. it kind of ends high schoolish. It does. I mean, at least it did for me too, because mm-hmm. once I left Binghamton, it was no trick or treating, and then also like I didn't really around fall September. Uh, that was like when I started. High school, I didn't know anybody, so I definitely didn't go trick-or-treating mm, then if yeah. they still did that here. So. I will say being 10 years older than my brother, we might have, like, taken him to a few houses. And then there was these neighbors that we had. Who, one of them just had her second daughter who was beautiful. Shout out to Kaylee and her beautiful little Aww. Lucy May, her, new, her second daughter. Cute, gorgeous. I know. <clears throat> and um, Kaylee was, like, a year older. Kaylee and Scott were – like this age and then Ruben was right there and then their youngest Emily was right there so we like babysat them and all this kind of stuff too so we're always excited to see them all like dressed up I feel like we maybe took them around a little bit too because we're like watching them grow up Um, and by they I mean like me my sister and like a couple other people that used to like help watch them growing up but um but then yeah then it was just kind of like it was more exciting about them doing it than yes it like exactly us doing it well it yeah. just reminds me of that episode of curb where like that those older girls come to larry's house and he's like yeah. you're too old for trick-or-treating <laughs> and not that i would pull a larry but i'm like i might feel the same way it's like now yeah. to me it's the cuteness of the kids dressing up in costumes and those costumes you know? are elaborate they really are they like really i are. have never had like gage my nephew was a stay puff marshmallow man oh my god and <laughs> and so it was perfect. Yeah. Like it was just puffy and this and that. I think he's going to be some kind of superhero with muscles. Yeah. Like, you know, we just, and I was just excited about the sad ass. I got to try to find if there's a picture of me with that clown mask on because it was just like. <laughs> well, I mean, the costume game has gone up. It is like the decades. Gone up, 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 up. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. over the top. I will not be dressing up Zam if anybody is asking. I just, he has just, a rain. He has a ranger jersey. I don't think you like it either. He has a ranger jersey, which he will be wearing um, next week during the kickoff of or kickoff, but dropping the puck. You know, this the start of the new season. Dropping the puck of we're in preseason right now, but I just I feel like I can't do it to him. It's not his jam. I really yeah. Yeah, you can't do not think that he is his own dog. You know, Mm -hmm. and let him live his best life. He looks kind of like a cow sometimes because he has you know (laughs) black and white with spots. (laughs) So and I call him a bunny a lot because his ears go up. But I just yeah I feel like I can't do it. And he's a fifty pound muscle, and so (laughs) it's not worth the struggle. Getting him in a harness sometimes takes two people. So yeah. You don't need him to be, like, scratching you, being like, I don't want this. Um, My future dog, who I'm hoping to get when I'm 40, uh, Maurice. Maurice, I'd probably dress up. (laughs) I'm hoping to get a Havanese um, or a Maltipoo. So Okay. That would make sense. And they like dressing up, I feel like. Yeah. They like being on parade. Yeah. At least Mo will. 
Zam does do, he prances like this when he's like excited <laughs> and happy and he looks like one of those show horses yeah. for a second. Um, but <laughs> that, dancing. Yeah, exactly. But that's about it. Like that's yeah. like his, I'm excited about something, but if I, yeah, if I did anything else, he'd be like, you know, it'd be yeah. it. Yeah. It'd be an episode. All right. I think we go in with Candy. Thank you for those facts. This oh, is very, yes. I I feel like I knew part, bits and pieces of that, but not, you know, the whole shebang. So, yeah. Sawin. Who knew? Sawin. <laughs> um, all right. I want to go first. Can I go first? Absolutely. Okay. So, this is controversial because it, you either love it or hate it. Oh, God. But let's see how I feel. It's just, I mean, it's candy oh, corn. Oh, I love candy corn. But I actually was going to get it, and then I read that there was, like, weird, extra weird stuff in it, so I didn't get it. What do you mean extra weird <laughs> like, stuff? Like, I read a headline recently that there was, like, bug guts or something in it, so that's why I didn't get it. Whatever, I'll still eat it. Um, yeah. Look, it's is, protein, extra this protein. Is the, this is the one exception. I will so do to- you like candy corn, the original shape, or do you sometimes get the pumpkins because the it's pumpkins, more okay. So the pumpkins are, I actually just bought my parents the pumpkins because they always buy me the pumpkins. The pumpkins and candy corn signify for me close to my birthday. Yeah. Um, I, you know, definitely get like a diabetic, I'm not diabetic, but a diabetic <laughs> spike <laughs> when I'm eating the pumpkins because um, they are enormous and full of a lot. Yeah, they're bigger. Um, yeah. Yes. So, um. Yeah, so I I I don't keep those typically in just my house because it is mostly me here and so like you know, I I don't that's just a lot of pumpkins to have around. Right. Um so I have to kind of like I but I do adore them. I love them. I love them on cupcakes, like putting them right in the center of a yeah, holiday cupcake. Yeah. I mean, um, but yeah, they're, I mean, we're eating par- like just sugar and bug guts apparently. So, yeah. um, and Brock's is my favorite kind. Yeah. Um, Brock's is classic. You have to go with the Brock's if you're going to get candy. Yeah. Corn. I just like, like candy I, corn. Oh my God. You know what you're getting saying. from a taste there. Um, yeah. anything shaped like a candy corn as well. Like if you see a cookie shaped like it or like I'm all in, I, I, I think. I just don't understand people who don't like candy corn. There's like, a lot of people. Lot. It's like very controversial. I mean, it's just like a nice, interesting, like sugar taste. Like who- a sugar, sugar taste. So now as a kid, I would eat them in segments. I'd eat the white, white. one little orange. But they all, the, all the colors taste the same. Exactly the same. Okay. The only thing I will say is that the top of it, I'm eating this as we're as we're talking to everybody, if you can't tell. But the top of it always tastes a little bit different because it's just dinner. Okay. The white taste it's just a dinner amount. Okay. But the consistency as it goes down, yeah. It's the same. Yeah. Um if it's not a little chewy, I'm big on a textured thing with the candy corn. And I think this is why Brock's is usually like tried and true. The outside definitely needs to be a little hard. Right. But there needs to be a softness once I get past that white yeah. part. And if I don't feel that a little bit, well, yeah, it's either stale or it's not Brock's. It's really hard because when it gets stale. Yeah. Yeah. It's either stale or it's just not Brock's. Right. And then I don't have the pumpkins with me. Because again, I would eat them all and then just like pass out. Yeah, and get sick. Um, <laughs> but I would used to eat the 
the green top mm-hmm. off first sure. and then put the rest in. But now as an adult, I just like shove them in because I'm like, candy, ah, you yeah. know, whatever. Two, um, like close seconds from the trick or treat. So obviously you can get, um, you can get candy corn in tiny packs in when you're trick or treating. I feel like I did get less excited about that. Yeah. Then I do like the bag of Brock's at my house kind of a thing. I think that with candy corn, I I hardly ever got it in trick or treating. Um, mm-hmm. But I like seeing candy corn out in display at in a bowl house. or something. Yeah, or I like agree. at the off. Now with COVID, it's not like I'm putting my hand in trying to get candy corn, right? right? But like that's what I like. I like a display of candy corn. Um, I wouldn't want it in like little packets. Yeah. So to me, I was less excited. I mean, it tastes the same. I mean, it's usually in a tiny packet. And yeah, of course. And I think Brock's is the one that mainly makes those. So it's it's usually the good candy corn. But it's just not my like like favorite to right. grab. Um, but my two close seconds. Um, so I would always get excited when I would get a Ooh, mini Snickers. Snickers yum. Would, to me, that was like gold. Yeah, gold. And then you didn't get these in the trick-or-treating a lot because they're bigger. But when you did, it was really exciting. The one, the Reese's Ooh, that pumpkin. are shaped like the pumpkins or something, like not just the normal Reese's that if you're watching YouTube that you see behind my head, like it was because these ones are kind of like my favorite Reese's in a shape is the eggs at Easter. I feel like that ratio is just bomb-tastic, and I love it. Um, I don't think I've ever said bomb-tastic in my life, so hey, oh, guys. Wow. It feels like something you would say. I know. I make up words all the time, <laughs> but, like, yeah, that's not one of them. Um, but that's how I feel about it. I feel like it's, it's that perfect. Um, th- yeah, this ratio is pretty decent um so can you open up that one just because i want to see is it like showing that peanut butter on the top with the pumpkin jack-o'-lantern no 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 it's just in the shape well that's i don't like that just okay it's just in the shape of a pumpkin but that kind of bums me out i was hoping that i would get a peek of the peanut butter but maybe that dries out the peanut butter i don't know but it shows that on the wrapper yeah that's cool that is true um I don't know. Maybe they have the science to do that now. They probably could do. Right. Like make that. Just, you know, take a little. A baking confection. Imprint off or whatever. Like stamp it out. Yeah. So those are like, if I saw those in my bag. Yeah. I would get excited. Behind me, there's like Rolos and Kit Kats and um, Milk Duds, which, um, you know. You like Milk Duds? Oh, my God. I love Milk Duds. Really? Okay. That's my favorite, like, uh, you know, movie theater snack. Is it? Mm-hmm. Wow. Bunch of crunch, close second. Obviously popcorn. I have to have popcorn. Bunch of crunch, I'm in. I'm into bunch I of crunch. I love milk duds. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then whoppers. Ooh. Yeah, whoppers were super lame. I also hate that it's called whoppers. I'd rather, like, I do like a chocolate malt ball, but now I'm into more a gourmet chocolate malt ball where you get them at candy stores and they're mm-hmm. big. You can just pop them in your mouth for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but whoppers... Nah. And I don't like yeah. the name. Like, rebrand. Wop. Yeah. I'm like, am I getting a burger? Or am I getting, you know, malt ball? That's true. Milk Duds, it's not like I hate them. I think for me, my experience with Milk Duds get dicey because they've, I've had issues with them with, like, Teeth? pulling. Ca- yeah. 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 I understand that. But it's, I still And then if them. it's too, and if they're not, if they're too hard, again, that's one of those that, like, can get hard. Yeah. And then you're, like, up a creek. But, um. 
I'm Anyways. willing to swim <laughs> down. <laughs> and you know what? Else, something else I thought that, that was really funny. Hi, Zam. Um, something yeah. I thought that was really funny um, is I did like getting nerds and things like that. But, you know, I normally I normally normally <laughs> grad like um, gravitate towards the sour candy at Halloween. I'm gravitating chocolate. towards the chocolate or the sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I'm more of a um, for Halloween. I'm looking for chocolate. That's yeah. what I like. And I, and that was like the first time I ever had that realization going through this, you know, huh. this task. So I was like, we learned okay, so much Lauren, about okay. ourselves. Yeah. Because <laughs> you do get like Skittles and you get yeah, nerds yeah, yeah. and you do get like Maybe some you know, Starbursts. Some, the mini Jolly Ranchers you can get. Like you can get that kind of stuff in, you know, when you're trick or treating. But I definitely would. Yeah. I gravitated yeah. towards Especially the like the Smarties things. That was a big. You yeah. Know, Halloween yeah. thing, not into yeah. it. I'm like, oh, I got to take my pills. You know, because <laughs> I'll finish the Smarties pack. Simona and Tic Tacs and Smarties acting like pills. Like, it's just my favorite pastime. <laughs> her favorite like, pastime. Loved pretending I was a I pill popper when I was young. I think about it more than I should. Sometimes, like a smaller version of you, like like I see it somewhere at the store, and then I'm just thinking about you as a kid, just being like, oh. <laughs> And that the fact that you're like the daughter of, you know, we're like two, you know, therapists, yeah, psycho- psychiatrists, like yeah, yeah, that like you're pretending well, to take just, a handful know, of pills. Like. Over the years, we would always get like branded things like mugs, you know, mouse pads, uh, pens of like different, you know, antidepressants yeah. and stuff. <laughs> and so I would always be like, I love this one mug. I don't know what the medicine was, but yeah, like, you know. I would pic- I'm picturing myself and I didn't do this, but like, could you imagine like having one of those pill packs of like Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, right. Wednesday, and, and just, just like putting Smarties, pack some Smarties in it. Oh, yeah. Take my pills. Can't <laughs> That's function. what I'm saying. Like my brain goes and like wanders like the daughter of two doctors <sighs> pretending to take meds. Like, yeah, well, it's, just- <laughs> it's my imagination, my only child imagination. It's funny. Like you take a circus peanut and you're like, oh, I've got to take my horse tranquilizer today. <laughs> Oh, circus peanuts. That's a candy I would not. That never looked appealing. Like oh, I love a circus orange. peanut. I don't think I've ever had it. It's I, hard I to should... find. I don't feel like they make them the same. Like Brock's, mm, I think, is the company too many that bug used to make them. in there. I guess. <laughs> to me, they are similar to like a candy corn. They're in that. Oh, okay. They're do, just they, do they taste whipped. like a peep? Like, what are they? No, what they're, they better, they're like? way better than a I don't peep. like peeps. Peeps, I will eat a peep because <laughs> it's like. Easter, but right. yeah, they're not my uh, like. Favorite. And you know the whole like peep like murdering monster thing in a microwave, right? No, I mean just that they blow up. Oh, <laughs> yeah. do people just do that? They do that. I think it's like that's how you. It's a good test to see if your child is like a sadist if they like microwave a peep. In my oh. opinion, this is my <laughs> professional wow. opinion. Like, are you trying to blow it up? Are you trying to murder the peep in the never microwave? Thought about doing that before. Then you're wow. not a sadist. Um, That's great. <laughs> all right. Should I talk about mine, which are yeah, like, would love super to hear common and lame? Okay. Mine were common, too. So the first one I'm going to go with is uh, Reese's Peanut Butter Cup. And nice. the one I got, because I don't like the other shapes. I've tried the different ratio shapes. I don't think it's for me. Uh, so I like the tried and true. But this one is kind of cool because it's glow in the dark. Are you going to test it, it? I'm going to test it, even though it's like... 1042 
Glow in the dark. Yeah, the rapper. I mean, obviously not. Hopefully not. Oh, the rapper. Okay, yeah. okay. I'm <laughs> like, how is this working? So yeah, this is the black uh, rapper. That's, okay, that's cool. And I'm gonna just try. She's sticking her hand, like cup in her hands, and I gotta take my glasses up. Yeah, she has her glasses on. We're we're having a whole issue today. This isn't this isn't glow in the dark at all. I'm just saying. Maybe it needs to be. Maybe it, it needs. It needs some to be light charged to or something. Yeah. Well, whatever. Not impressed with glow in the dark. What I would love to you to try <laughs> is a video. We could put it on Instagram. Charge them in the sun. Okay. Or light, well, and then says. put like a big stack of them in a room that's dark, and then take a video. Hilarious! This is what it is. Okay, uh, the bag does tell you what to do. It says okay. charge under a light and view in a dark place for a brighter glow. Use a black light. I don't have a black light. What do they think I am? Um, all right, so I'm going to charge it. <laughs> I mean, it's a cloudy day, so hopefully, maybe this week I can charge it, or maybe I just have to put yeah, it under a lamp. I, I think put it under a lamp and then like try to do a video of it later okay. and we'll we'll really test this theory. Out. Okay, I'm going to do it. I'll do it for all of everyone at home. Um, and then the other one that I would get super excited about finding my pillowcase of trick or treating. And I couldn't even find like a Halloween themed one of this, but Kit Kats. And this you, one I can actually eat like post COVID, like it tastes yeah. normal. So. Oh, you can. Okay. Yeah, thank God. Thank God. I found they had this like bowl of Halloween candy hidden in like this small kitchen at work, and I was like, "What is this?" And I'm just like grabbing stuff, and everybody's like, "I'm eating an apple. I'm gonna have Smart Pop." And I'm like, "I took all the Kit Kats." <laughs> <laughs> I took all the Kit Kats. So I will say, so I bought this pack. Um, the one behind my, you. The one behind me because my partner is a fan of the Heath Bar. I do love a Heath Bar myself. Heath Bar is a is an interesting, like it's a little bit of different. So the Heath Bar was in there and I was like, this is a good bundle to grab because <clears throat> one, just in case I get kids at my door uh, or they do something in my building for Halloween. Two, we were doing the set. Um, but they had the end of like these Kit Kats you see in the photo, they look similar to the ones that we got, some of the ones that we got when we were doing Japanese Kit Kats. So they're like a little bit bigger and thicker yeah. and cut shorter. Um, and I, and I've been enjoying that. I mean, I, I've always liked Kit Kats. Like we've talked about that before. I like, I can, like, yes, sometimes- a single size Kit Kat. And I, I believe that's what my bag was. Is it? Okay. I think because I think I like the single size Kit Kat more and I like having more of those single size ones rather than the two that you like break apart apart. or the old school one where it was like four that you break apart. I don't. Yeah. yeah, I like the single size because it's like a little like it's more you get more of the cookie, I think. Yeah. The wafer. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. So, but yeah, I have been enjoying the Kit Kat. So I get that. That's yeah. And I would have gotten a Snickers too, but I think that the ones that I saw at the store that really popped out to me, well, A, the glow in the dark was always like, and the Kit Kat brand, I don't, I mean, I guess it's the same brand who does both, but Kit Kat also has glow in the dark because that's what I saw at my office when I stole all of them. (laughs) Um, But I'm excited to try this whole charging of the the light. I am too. So Whenever they fun. give us a challenge, we're yeah. like, I we're mean, remember our, ta- our tongue tattoo? I'll tongue never tattoo. Forget. I'll never Murdered forget. it. <laughs> like, it was the most exciting thing I've ever seen on the Zoom. Seeing it happened tongue. very quick. It happened yeah. really quick. I was shocked. <laughs> um, 
the um but Snickers so you would get like super stoked if you saw Snickers then. oh my god I love a Snickers the only I think the only reason why I didn't really get it this time is because excuse me for post-covid symptoms chocolate is difficult for me yeah. which I've mentioned like ad nauseum but so I'm very excited when like these especially these candy bars taste normal Snickers still tastes like a little bit like soil and so will ho- I mean hopefully not but the peanut butter cup also tastes like peanut butter is really difficult and that is across the board actually because I've talked to other people who have this parosmia and when we discuss it I'm like so is peanut butter a thing for you and they're like oh my god yes like peanut butter is so difficult so anyways hopefully that'll run its course I'm hoping that maybe these glow in the dark ones will taste normal to me but so far Kit Kats taste great Snickers is a little difficult, hopefully. And I don't I don't know about you, but I would always get super bummed when I saw fucking three musketeers. I don't know. I don't I was not in it. I only like Is the three musketeers the one with the it's like more whipped? Yeah. And I only like it when it's slightly stale because it's too soft, I think, for me. I actually I actually like a three musketeers. Really? The one the one yeah. Um what I did not like was a Milky Way. Oh yeah, Milky Way's kind of lame too, and that one had the layer I preferred, of caramel. Yeah, I preferred a Three Musketeer because it like didn't mess your mouth up too much. Yeah, and it was light. But yeah, Milky Way was the one where. Let, let's be real. If I see those in in the fun size anywhere, I'll eat them. But sure. like a bar of that is a lot. No, to me. oh my god, a bar, forget <coughs> it. But yeah, fun size is manageable. But I do like a little bit of a stale Three Musketeers. Milky okay, Way is definitely lower on the. Totem pole, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so we have something we're trying together <laughs> yes. for the first time. And um, so we were like, what do we, you know, what should we try that's a holiday snack that's different? So I said, well, let me ask Diane because she has a tendency to be obsessed with pumpkins. Like, she's one of these pumpkin people. I am not, per se, one of these pumpkin people. Although no, everybody me wants me to be one because it's near my birthday and I'm just like, guys, it's okay. I mean, I have a PSL every season, at least one, if not more. But Well, we did it. that on our Starbucks episode. We both yeah. got one, right? Yeah. Like that was, and yeah, but I, and I rarely even get one. Like I'll have a sip of one. I, it's a lot for me. Like I feel like pumpkin flavored things are just very sugary. It's a little, to me, it's not a pumpkin. It's just like a lot. It, I don't know. It's a lot of syrupy flavor, but you know, all for the people that love pumpkins. So anyway, I reached out to Diane. Not only did my mom have like a big one of this, but she had sample size of this, which I have in front of me. Um, so there is uh, a trend called a dessert hummus out yes. now. Mm-hmm. And um, the, and Boar's Head, which is a, a brand that we trust at yes. the Jones household. I mean, I love a Boar's Head cold cut. Right. That's like kind of all we typically eat. Um Boar's Head is ma- is in the hummus game, and they're making um, what's a gluten-free and verified non-GMO um, pumpkin pie dessert hummus, and it's a it's a special edition for the fall. Fall spice selection. It is a fall spice selection. So you got the same. You were able to get the same one. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so she has the big one, as you can see it, and then I have. What are oh, nice. the f- fun sizes? I Ugh. wish I got a fun size because I don't foresee wanting to eat this after trying it. I do need to go grab a spoon for two seconds. So All can right, you just so- give your thoughts on a dessert hummus while I oh, sure, grab sure, it? Sure. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So here are my thoughts on dessert hummus. 
first of all, I know this is going to be a controversial opinion uh, as well. I'm not a big fan of hummus in general. I think I like hummus when it's made in a restaurant because it's got a smoother con- consistency and it's, you know, I just like it better. But store-bought hummus, I'm not usually a fan of to begin with. So I didn't think that I would. So dessert hummus is also something that has never been attractive to me. Obviously, I know they're probably not adding tahini and all that stuff. And a chickpea base doesn't really taste like much. So you can probably add it. And when I was getting this pumpkin pie one, um, Boar's Head also did a dark chocolate one. And it looked very enticing because it kind of looked like a tub of like... F- like fudge, fudge spread yeah. Yeah. yeah but i almost got in then i'm like Simone, you really don't you don't need to try this right now so i didn't okay. um and then i was like i'm just gonna go buy chocolate pudding for myself and i forgot ah <laughs> <laughs> that's the worst yeah so um i'm excited to try a dessert hummus just because i haven't yet um and i kind of feel similar to simona although i will buy the store-bought hummus every so often just to have yeah kind of a healthier I mean, it's option an, it's a nice dip but yeah. and I did like I fell for the trap. I always, you know me, I love food. So every time I see a hummus, I'm like, oh, how beautiful! And so I did get this chipotle one while I got this guy, and it was actually pretty good as far as hummuses go. But it was a what little too spicy. It? it was a new, like newfangled, like bougie brand. It wasn't okay. Boar's Head. It wasn't Sabra. It wasn't like any because I don't well, like no, Sabra yeah. or any of those. So it was like a bougie brand that looked a little smoother, and it was chipotle, mm-hmm. but it was too spicy. Okay. It's too oh, spicy. Okay. And also I got these Ritz pita chips. Horrible. Don't get Ritz pita chips. Okay. You know what else don't get that's really spicy is um Panera has this soup. No, I mean, I like to say Panera. <laughs> I know it's oh Panera. Oh my god. <laughs> um Panera soups are good, but when I was sick, and maybe it was because I was sick, but they have like a Southwest soup, which sounded really good. Yeah. Holy cannoli. That was, and I eat spicy stuff a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like. Too spicy. It, yeah. It's like it needed, like make some extra rice and throw it in it or something. It was yeah, just. Add like, a it was dollop a little, of sour cream maybe. It was a bit much. Yeah. All right. Let's go in with this. All right. Opening it. Oh, you opened it. So what's your nose? It smells like a pumpkin pie. So this does say pumpkin pie. Not smells just pumpkin. exactly like pumpkin it smells pie. Like, it smells like pumpkin pie. It smells like, um. Like a um, like a Marie Callender smoking pie. Yeah, but now because I'm getting notes of like preservatives, but that's my weird COVID notes. But you know what though? Like a, but that's what I'm saying. It smells like a frozen pumpkin pie. So like a frozen pumpkin pie will have preservatives in it. Yes, right. All right, I'm gonna. gonna We're gonna go in. Yeah. Okay. Tastes like a pumpkin pie filling. It tastes like a pumpkin pie filling. Exactly. Like it's like. a mushy. It's not as firm. Right. There's if, no eggs in it. Mm-hmm. Probably. But it tastes if, actually really good. It's like if you want to <laughs> eat pumpkin pie, eat this hummus. I'm taking another spoon of it. I was afraid it was going to be so gross, but it's really not. It tastes just exactly like pumpkin like pie. Like if filling. you put whipped cream on this, you had a pumpkin pie. And you I know? don't, you know, I don't even like pumpkin pie that much. I usually like one slice a I'm year. The same, like one slice a year. And mm-hmm. then I'm always like, oh, this wasn't as bad as, like, as I always, I don't know. I have a weird relationship with pumpkin pie. But this is actually, I like this. I like it a I lot. I feel like with a graham cracker and some whipped cream on top of it, you have a full on dessert. Yeah. Like dipping a graham cracker in Now it. I'm really interested to try their dark chocolate one. 
dipping a graham cracker right, in it enough. to curb your masturbation. <laughs> oh, yeah, because pumpkin pie is going to make you horny for sure. For sure. <laughs> oh, the wow. graham cracker. Mm. Simona wow. is going in. <laughs> Simona is going to throw this all over her body and lick it off. <laughs> well, it tastes like normal pumpkin pie to me, like, and tastes normal. So whenever something tastes normal to me, I'm like more attracted to yeah. it. Yeah. Aren't you happy you got the big one now? <laughs> yeah, I guess I could have a spoonful a day. That it actually is good. I don't like I I was just curious what a hummus dessert yummy. would taste a dessert hummus rather would taste like. Yeah. You so, guys, I think we both are giving this a thumbs up. I'm trying to see what they have in the ingredients so chickpeas for sure yeah that's the first ingredient then sugar pumpkin white beans sunflower oil olive oil interesting pumpkin seasoning which is sugar pumpkin powder spices cinnamon natural flavor so there's not actually any like pumpkin puree in this uh, which is i'm fine with um 60 calories for two tablespoons okay because there's so many beans and oil in it. So it is yeah. like a high calorie thing, but delish. I, I'm a fan. Yeah, they did it. They did a good job. Whoever curated this. Um, Yum. It, it tastes like it. Like I said, it's just not like the stiffness of the pie that you would normally yeah. have, but it fully tastes like the innards, innards. of a pumpkin pie. <laughs> the filling, if you will. <laughs> the insides mm. of a pumpkin pie. Cool. That was great. Thanks. That Diane. was great. This was a this was a yummy um morning show to have with coffee. Yeah. <laughs> I will say sometimes we're like not choosing. Yeah. <laughs> it tastes great with coffee. Full of pumpkin uh pumpkin pie hummus is great with coffee or tea. Yeah, it really is great <laughs> with coffee or tea, just like Simona and I. Um you guys, uh, we're so happy to be back. We hope that you enjoyed this episode. Let us know what your favorite Halloween trick-or-treat is. Um, obviously, please communicate with us over leaving a review, rating us on you know Apple Podcast or Stitcher or wherever you listen, um, communicating us on Instagram. We also have the email in our <coughs> – excuse me. I think we have an email in the – the bio Insta- in the bio and then obviously you can dm us um we're happy to communicate hear back share our apps and uh and rate us if you like what you hear we appreciate that yay <laughs> yay and until next time key Snack. Snack. <laughs>